Welcome to the Treasure Valley Real Estate Show with Kurt Wilkins, brought to you by WeLoveIdaho.com. Hi, this is Kurt Wilkins. Welcome to our Treasure Valley Real Estate Show today. We're going to have a host of experts on this show that will help you understand what's trending in the Boise real estate market. Today, I'm joined by Kevin Miller, and he's going to ask me a few questions about what's going on in the real estate market. Well, Kurt, great to have you here, and welcome to KIDO Talk Radio. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the Treasure Valley Real Estate Show. What are you trying to accomplish every week, sir? Education. I want people in the Treasure Valley that own real estate or are considering own re- owning real estate to actually have some good facts and statistics but, uh, to make a good informed decision with. And so we, we've got an amazing group of people that I've lined up to do uh, specialized shows with that will answer virtually every question that could come up about real estate. Well, and let's talk a little bit about your website, weloveidaho.com. Yes. Great domain. <laughs> You've heard that a million times, but great domain. I've had it for years. I'm a, I'm a native Idahoan. I was born in Caldwell, raised in Gooding, came to Boise State in 71, 72, and uh, got licensed as a real estate agent in 1974. I got licensed as a real estate broker in 1977. So this year will be 48 years that I've been practicing real estate in the Valley. And and what, oh, massive changes have occurred in those 48 years that, uh, you know, somebody that's new to the market uh, wouldn't even recognize what we started out with in 1974. I bet you've seen houses that you've sold over and over again at different prices. What's that like? Uh, it's amazing to see a house that in the 70s would be a forty dollars or $50,000 house, and now they're 500000 or more. Right. It's just crazy. By the way... Kurt's website, weloveidaho.com, weloveidaho.com, 208-345-1400, 345-1400. When people look at your website, when people call you, what can they expect? They can expect professional uh, help and consultation. Um, As I said, I've been licensed forever. Uh, A couple of things that I'm uh, pleased about having are a couple of designations. Um, Kevin, if you were going to move to another state, another city, and you were trying to select a realtor that was exceptional, I'm just going to tell you some things that would help you find the 1% or 2% top in that market. Uh, One is a GRI designation. And um, a lot of people, the consumers, don't understand what these designations really mean or represent. But if, if you have letters behind your name like MD or MDA or PhD, it means something. It means you've gone to an extra amount of effort of education and experience to to obtain that. Well, in real estate, the first one is the GRI, so Graduate Realtor Institute. Only about 8% of the realtors uh, in the industry ever obtain that. And what's interesting, the studies indicate that they earn twice as much as other real estate agents in their office that are not do not have the GRI designation. So that's a big thing. Um, the second one I think is even better, and that's called a CRS, Certified Residential Specialist. Only 2% of the realtors in Idaho have, a, have the CRS designation. So if you were going into an area, you could ask me, Kurt, I'm moving to San Diego find me the best agent down there. So I would be able to go to a directory that's specifically for a GRI agent and a CRS agent. I'd be able to see their background, read their bios. I would select the ones that I think fit your criteria the best. 
and I would give you their names after I had interviewed them personally. Another good criteria is a broker. To become a broker takes a lot more time, a lot more learning, a lot more experience to become a broker than simply an agent. So if I find you an agent that is a broker, a CRI, or a GRI, a CRS, you've got the chance of having one of the top one or two or three percent agents in any market in the 50 states. Well, I would imagine that takes a lot of work. It takes time. It takes money. I've had to travel out of state to take classes, but it's all been worth it. And um, they really are the top rung of realtors in any market. And so it's easy to pick a good realtor if you know what the criteria is. Well, and by the way, we do want to remind everybody, we love Idaho.com, 208-345-1400. Let's talk about your love. We talked a little, Kurt, about your real estate background, but let's talk about your love of this area, being a native, being someone who is seen literally uh, going from seeds to trees, uh, this real estate market? Well, um, you know, it's astounding to watch the growth in this area. It's just astounding. And not all the growth is good. Sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've watched the traffic go from uh, manageable to insane. Um, we, I've watched land just massive amounts of land be developed. And I, that's good, but it also brings some challenges for people that are from Idaho, native Idahoans, that right. like things the way they were and don't like change much. But um, it's just part of part of growing. We have to accept the, the growth. Is that a negative, our transportation situation, when you uh, talk to people from out of state? And are you still getting people from out of state that want to move here, sir? You know, um, I, it's interesting, but yes, we are getting a lot of out-of-state buyers come in. Um, and I've got the markets that they are actually moving from primarily. I'll share those with you in a second. But um, it, I don't think they are at all concerned about the traffic issues here because they're moving tr- primarily from bigger metropolitan areas. So they just laugh that we think we have a a congestion problem with traffic uh, because they've, they've come from things that are much worse. But if you've been a native Idahoan, I mean, I was raised in Gooding, and the only uh, traffic jams we had is when a dang tractor with a hay uh, trailer was behind it, and we had to slow down to go around that guy. But uh, it's changed a lot in Boise. It's not the same as driving in the 70s or 80s around Boise. Well, you can still find that in parts of Nampa and Caldwell and certainly in Star. I don't know about an eagle, but you do get behind tractors sometimes. Uh, I can attest that. Usually it's Mike Moyle going from one field to another. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, the format focus uh, for the Treasure Valley Real Estate Show, Kurt. Well, upcoming programs, I'll just share with with you what I've got planned. Uh, I have uh, invited a series of the best professionals, in my opinion, in this market that can talk about and intelligently uh, answer questions about specific real estate needs. Uh, My next guest the following week will be Ron Burris, who's with Summit Mortgage. I've been dealing with him for decades. He just uh, helped my daughter finance a home. Uh, One of the best mortgage bankers I've ever worked with. Uh, So I'll interview him. He'll talk all about the interest rates, what's going on, what they expect, the trends, and so forth. The week after that, I got an interview set up with Connie Murphy, who's been my CPA for decades. And she'll talk about all of the tax implications of real estate and how to avoid some of the pitfalls. Um, 
we'll talk about 1031 exchanges and some of the ways you can mitigate some taxation on real estate uh, and some of the trending that looks like it's going to take place in Washington that affects real estate. Well, we have to really wonder what will impact this year. Uh, can you really describe last year in your over 48 years of doing this, have you ever seen a year that rivaled last year, Kurt? There's no, nothing like it to compare with. And, and the, the strange thing is, as a real estate agent, broker, uh, we're asked to uh, establish market value through competitive market analysis. And historically, that has been based on what things have sold for in the past. But when you have multiple offers coming in above listed price, it is really difficult for a, an appraiser or an agent to predict how high we should we list this because we don't know what the market's really going to bear. And, and what I've been doing is, is based on my experience, I, I price it as high as I believe the market will bear, and then there will be multiple offers come in higher. It's, there's never been anything like that happen before in my experience. Well, you had ABC News, NBC News, CBS News, the New York Times, just about every publication, the Wall Street Journal, really document what happened in this market where you had people say, okay, I'm going to sell my home for this much over asking, and then I want so many months free rent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, I don't, or Boise continues to be the number one overvalued market, housing market in the United States. Uh, next year, it looks like maybe Salt Lake will surpass it, but we are up there. Uh, it's how high our prices are. We've actually had some buyers. I've had some buyers that have walked away from property in Boise after they shopped. They were they were expecting to leave a market and come here and, and buy a steal, and, and there really aren't any. And, and they compare it with where they can buy. I just sold a property for a, a client uh, in Nampa. It was a $600,000 property. It was on a nice rim. Uh, it was an older property. Uh, we got it sold, and their, their sole purpose for selling it was to moved to an area that was more affordable. So they bought a house in Kentucky, and the house they sold, they got 600000 for. They bought a house that was bigger, better, for 280000 in Kentucky. Now, I have gone back to the south and uh, right. visited. I don't like the humidity. Right. I don't like the tornadoes. But if you can live in another area pay off, not have a mortgage, have all your debts paid, have money in the bank, that makes sense. Now, around here, the problem is you can't, you can't sell here and replace it for what you just sold your other house for. It's impossible. I've tried to do it. It's just impossible. So you're faced with the reality of having to upgrade and pay more uh, for often uh, less right. <laughs> than you're selling. And you're seeing that a lot. Folks, you're listening to the Treasure Valley Real Estate Show right here on KIDO Talk Radio. Kurt Wilkins joining us, our host. I'm just sitting and hanging out. His website, weloveidaho.com. That's weloveidaho.com. If you have a call, a question, a concern, you can also reach out to him on the phone, 208-345-1400, 345-1400. Now, uh, you've got some papers there. Are you ready for me to give you some more questions? Up I, to I you, was Kurt. just going to answer a question that we kind of touched on before, and that's where buyers are coming in from out of state. So the number one area for move-ins into the Boise area in 2020 was Los Angeles uh, with 2,200 or 2,300 move-ins, Seattle, 1,507, Portland, 
1,185. Riverside, California, about 1,200. Sacramento, about 1,100. So those are the top migration areas. And they're, you know, this was post-COVID and, and during COVID, but they've left big cities where there were a lot more issues with COVID than there were in, in smaller rural areas. And they flocked to Boise because of all of the, the uh, media coverage we're getting. Well, that and the remotes working, you can work anywhere. And, and Kurt is someone who has seen it all come and go. One of the fascinating things that we've talked about on KIDO Talk Radio is the revitalization of Tamarack. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that? Uh, uh, now all of a sudden it's the place to be. You know, that thing was a failure. Uh, when it was first developed, it was just, you know, everything's timing in the real estate market. And the neat thing about real estate, if you hold it long enough, you can always recover. Uh, the people in 2008, 2009 that saw half their equity just disappear, well, if they sold or they had a short sale or foreclosure, uh, they didn't recover. But if they held, now today that same property is worth uh, many times more than they paid for it, and uh, it recovered fully. But re- real estate has an amazing ability to, to rebound after downturns in the recession. That's one of the things that make it the number one asset for people to own. Well, and then we can go back to the recent recession where we had a big boom, probably not comparable to what we have today because it's historic. Kurt, you know this, a big boom, and then the recession hit, and you had cul-de-sacs with one home in them. We had all these empty developments. We had a lot of people that lost their businesses, lost their homes and such. And we had Time Magazine even do a, a cover story, you know, is home ownership just a thing of the past? And, and look where we are today. Right. Yeah. Things, have, things always, if you hold long enough, will come out fine in real estate. Uh, at least that's the, the history of real estate. Well, and are you surprised that the McCall area is doing so well now? There are very few cities in Idaho that are not doing well. You look at the Coeur d'Alene market, uh, you look at Idaho Falls market, they're as hot as Boise is. Um, McCall's hot. I mean, everybody wants to be in Idaho. Uh, the, the word is out, this is an awesome place. We've got jobs, uh, we've got lifestyle, uh, we've got recreation, we've got a huge wilderness area, which is really appealing. Um, there are just so many factors that make people want to come to Idaho, and it's not going to change. Right. And one thing that isn't going to change, weloveidaho.com. Yes, that's his domain, weloveidaho.com, 345-1400. That's 208-345-1400. Let's get back to what we're going to be talking about on the Treasure Valley Real Estate Show. And we've kind of alluded to it and when talking about Tamarack and Idaho Falls and the McCall area, but what are the what are some of the most significant changes that, Kurt, you've seen regarding real estate in the Treasure Valley? Well, number one has to be values. Uh, they're staggering. And number two is interest rates. Uh, the interest rates are at record lows. Uh, it's, a, it's a great combination. Our inventories are low, very low uh, still, even though they've increased in the last few months. It's still low. Um, demand is off the charts. Uh, there, we live in a really choice area uh, for real estate equity. Now, I, I really hesitate to, to recommend or suggest that a person sells unless they have a really good plan. 
ahead of time because if they do, they're going to be shocked at what they've got to do to replace the home they just sold. And we were going out further and further from the Treasure Valley hub to get lower values. But you can look at Payette, you can look at New Plymouth, you can look uh, at Emmett. Uh, all of them are historically record high pricing. That's a really good point. Even New Meadows, price inflation. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about Emmett and CUNA. Mm -hmm. I hear CUNA, it's blowing up. They've got some big deals, some big developments in the works. Mm -hmm. And Emmett has been the place to be for past six months or a year. A lot of people don't understand that. You want to get on the right side of the town with the without the mosquitoes. But <laughs> your thoughts on Emmett, and then we'll talk a little bit about CUNA, Kurt. Emmett's a an awesome bedroom community. And when they do the connector from the freeway, so there's actually more than a goat trail going to it, um, it's going to change the dynamics of Emmett, and it will become a highly, highly desirable area. Because right now, if you try to come down Highway 16 in the morning or in the evening to get to and from work, it is a bumper-to-bumper, 65, 70-mile-an-hour uh, my son-in-law has a home on Hillsdale Drive, which is on the way to, it's near Firebird, and he has a heck of a time pulling out in the morning because there's just little small uh, openings in the traffic, so he's got to just gun his car to get up to speed quickly, or he's got somebody right on his bumper. So uh, I believe that that Emmett is absolutely going to explode when you see that those uh, highway improvements come. And yet you already see values Going up in the old days, you'd go to Nampa, you'd go to Caldwell, you'd go to an unknown place called Star for a while, Middleton as well. But now Emmett seems to be where the overflow is going. Mm -hmm. Yes, it one of many areas. It, Middleton's hot. I mean, notice I just sold two big acreages out in Notice for record prices. Um, people are looking anywhere where they can get out. Um, I remember Homedale. You had that hub there, and right. It, How's, how's Home Deal doing? It's doing excellent. Yeah. I, I don't know of any areas that that Boise touches that isn't hot. <laughs> well, well, that's the challenge. Now, we've talked about what, what about the, the, ro the road to Mountain Home? Um, you know, Mountain Home is a long distance. So I understand, got, yeah. You've got a long commute. Um, you've got the air base, and they, there's a constant uh, turnover of properties due to the air base. Um, I have never sold in that market, so I'm not I'm not an expert in the mountain sure. home market. I, all of my experience has been in the Treasure Valley. Right. But you look at uh, just where can you go, and I'm sure people say, Kurt, where can I go to get a deal? <laughs> I'll drive, I'll drive, and it keeps getting farther and farther out. For a period of time this year, I worked with a company that did wholesale real estate, and I before that, I had no idea that wholesale real estate even existed. Um, but there are buys out there that are uncommon buys, but they're rundown properties. They're older. But um, I was able to buy uh, a number of properties for under 300000 which sounds unbelievable, but I, I probably uh, purchased for that company at least 12 or 15 homes for them. But um, I was calling realtors in the area and asking if they knew of anything that was coming up that was a, a buy and flip or a uh, need of a complete remodel. They, this company bought houses that were in horrible condition, and then we went in and did a complete remodel on them. Um, 
so that that's kind of a niche market that I didn't know it existed before this mm-hmm. year, <laughs> last well, year. And there are other things. Now, what about CUNA? I hear there's a lot of things undercover, but I hear that CUNA is about ready to land a few big uh, uh, housing developments, possibly some industry. And before that, that was, again, if you had problems in Meridian, you went to CUNA. Um, CUNA's going to explode. It's got the infrastructure. It's got the. It's got good access. Uh, it's got the utilities it needs. Um, it's going to explode, and uh, all that farm ground that you see out there is going to disappear, just like it did in Meridian, and like it's doing in Nampa and Caldwell. It, it's going to disappear. Um, you can go out further. There's still some decent values in Melba. The, they've got some uh, anti-growth issues out there uh, that is limiting. Uh, development and so forth there's still some buys out there um but you gotta you just gotta keep going out further and further to get a get a deal well and and folks that's why we urge you to go to weloveidaho.com and check out kurt's site how long have you had that site you said you bought that domain years ago but i mean were you doing this during the dot-com era we love idaho.com we did so i think i've had that site for two decades or something okay. like that so um Everything I do, I mean, I'm an old guy, so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 70 years old. So um, I, uh, things that I do have longevity. Sure. <laughs> well, I w- and by the way, you can call Kurt at 208-345-1400, 345-1400. We'll give you that number again in, in a minute. But, uh, you know, going back to Melba and CUNA and Emmett, when you ha- and Middleton, which is fascinating to me, because I can remember when they built the high school, and that was a big controversy, and they had empty rooms. I don't think they have any more empty rooms in the, the high school. So when a buyer comes to you, Kurt, and says, hey, I just moved to town. I have this amount of money, and, of course, they've got to find a place to live. They've got to deal with a new job. Can you take us through the process, your process with them? Well, i gotta, I got to admit something, Kevin. I, I have developed a very uh, niche brokerage. I don't deal with buyers. I deal exclusive with sellers and I get maximum value for their homes. That's my niche. Um, I have two other real estate agents, brokers that I've dealt with for decades that I refer buyers to, um, but I no longer uh, assist buyers very often. Once in a while I do if it's a friend or an associate I've had for years. Um, but I, I deal primarily with, with sellers. Well, then let's go through the process when someone says, hey, I have this home. I want a gazillion dollars for it, Kurt. You're going to deliver, and you're going, well. <laughs> I'll just share with you. Um, the, establishing market value is the most important thing that you can do for a seller in a seller's market. And it, it takes time, and it takes effort, and it takes research to do that. Um, there are lots of online valuations like Zillow and Redfin and Realtor and so forth. They are all over the map as far as what they estimate your value to be. So a really good agent will actually take the time to find comparable sales that have happened within the last six months within a very short radius of your area. And then they will project what the true market value is. Uh, And, and I'll tell you this, I, I had a, I just listed a property uh, this fall, this summer. It sold at the, you know, I told you that Ada County peaked in value, record values in July. Canyon County peaked in June. And now the prices have softened and the inventory's gone up. 
but I listed a property. I was the third agent, and I recommend you you interview multiple agents just so you can you can sense who's going to represent you best. But I was the third realtor to be interviewed for this listing. Um, the other agents, and I don't want to downgrade other agents, sure. but they didn't have the experience that I have. They didn't come very prepared, and they indicated to the seller that their home would be uh, market for about 950000 My comps uh, indicated that I could get up to $1.3 million for that house. Um, it sold for $1.2 million in cash. It was a cash offer. So um, the pricing that I felt the property was worth netted the seller $250,000 more. Does that always happen? No. <laughs> but um, it does happen fairly often. I don't care what field you're in. If you go to somebody that's experienced, that has the background, the education, the knowledge, um, you you should get a better result every time than if somebody is not experienced or less experienced or less background. It's just common sense. Sure. Kurt, a couple more questions. If you had a crystal ball, what do you foresee in the future for Treasure Valley real estate value, sir? I uh, have looked at a lot of studies and research. It indicates that next year in 20, 2022, we're going to see about an 18% increase in equities again and values uh, in the Treasure Valley, which is good, good and strong. It's not as much as it has been in the past. And many of the economists are predicting a flattening out a little bit of the, of the you know, record prices and so forth. Um, our inventories are still well below where they need to be to meet the demand. So that, that's going to cause the prices to stay steady and, and strong. Um, the, the two things that will people need to watch for in this market that will hurt their values um, and their resale are interest rate increases and inflation. And we're, we're, you know, we're seeing some 5% inflation numbers. Um, inflation is what gave us recessions, major recessions. We've had, I think we've had three major ones that were over a year since I've been in the business. So I've, we've, I've survived three of them. But um, watch the interest rates and uh, watch the inflation. Those are the, those are the killers. Sure. Any final thoughts? Um, I'm just excited to do this. And, and my goal is to bring really interesting subjects. Um, I would love to receive your questions. And so we can address those questions. So if you have questions about mortgages or refinancing or anything regarding uh, interest rates, uh, bring them for next week. And, uh, and I'll, I'll get Ron to answer them live on the show. The week after that, if you have taxation questions, I'm going to have builders. I'm going to have appraisers. I'm going to have home inspectors. Uh, my goal is to make this show really interesting and one that people would want to listen to every Saturday. And by the way, you can reach Kurt at weloveidaho.com. That's weloveidaho.com. Or call Kurt at 208-345-1400. That's 208-345-1400. Have a great day, everybody.